peace, love, and light, my beautiful and phenomenal people. Welcome to another dope and phenomenal episode of Serve God, Get Rich, the podcast. I am your divine host, Queen Free Love, checking in. Let's get into it. Okay, we are back with another dope episode. Listen, I have been traveling and just living and experiencing life and just experiencing more freedom, being more of what my name says, queen, free, love. Okay, so I'm working on being free and being more loving and being more royal. (laughs) And uh, this morning, I was actually looking at a few things and I saw a very interesting post. And in stumbling upon this post, of course, we stumble upon nothing. Everything happens just the way it's supposed to be. There really are no accidents or coincidences, but we all learn these things by and by. So this post I read this morning, very interesting. And it said, I'm going to sum it up. The gist of it was, it was actually a post by a male and he's the ex of this particular individual and what his post said was imagine getting your body fixed and your <laughs> and men still not want you you or you still not being enough after getting your body fixed and in the post, he had like these laughing emojis, like what he was saying was some funny shit. Like, <laughs> imagine getting your body fixed and your, and your man or men, plural, still don't want you. Ha 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 ha. However, after I read the post, it did not elicit the same candor or emotional reaction from me. I didn't find the post funny at all. (laughs) That shit wasn't funny. What the post made me feel honestly was, uh, Saturn, Saturn, come on out. That queen made a whole new word for y'all today. Come on out. (laughs) Saturn. It made me feel sad. And it also made me begin to ponder on the bigger picture of what that uh, post speaks to. And I can speak to this from a very personal place because I myself have struggled with shit. I really want to say since, Let's say middle school. Since middle school, I have struggled with self-esteem issues as a woman based around my physical attributes. 
What do you mean, queen? Well, the queen means that since middle school, I have always felt, I won't say always, let's correct that. I have felt as though my physical body did not measure up to the imaginary standard. Let's get into this. As I'm thinking back and I look back on it and I say when it started, it started for me in middle school. You know why? Because in middle school, that was where you began to truly notice the difference between different boys and different girls physically. How so? In middle school, some boys were able to grow facial hair, right? That's completely uncommon. You coming from elementary, all of the same. Everybody flat chest. (laughs) Ain't nobody got no curves for real. Now, this is a new day and age. You know, the hormones that they put in these kids and then the steroids from the medicines that they put in these kids. These kids have begun to develop a whole lot faster. However, let me take you back to the 90s. (laughs) And in the 90s, Boys and girls, we all look the same, okay? Flat chest, one no curves, shit. And in the 90s, we weren't wearing tight clothing. You know what I'm saying? Not the little kids. Baggy clothes was the was the style even for women. So, but when I left elementary and I went to middle school, that's when you begin to see the physical differences between the boys and girls. And I happened to fall into the category within the girls of what they would call late bloomers. I ain't no fucking late bloomer. I came out right when I was supposed to, but we're talking about the, uh, we're talking about the common, commonly held standard for understanding uh, physical growth. And so what people generally say is that you may be a late bloomer. So let's say I fell in that category. So in middle school, you were able to clearly see those who were the early bloomers and the ones who was late. She got titties, she ain't got none. She got ass and curves, she don't. And I did not have ass, curves, or titties in middle school. So in middle school, I began to recognize the differences, but it's not so much about your own internal recognition of your differences. It's not because we all recognize that we're different than others, right? If we truly sit and think, we all recognize that we have differences. Now, those differences don't necessarily become uh, places of low self-esteem until there is some sort of communication or some type of visual representation that now says that these differences, one is better than the other, right? We all know we different, but when you start saying that one of the differences looks better and one of the differences doesn't, that's when we begin to assign different measurements to these differences. And in my case, it was breast. And so I have always been the CEO, shit, president, CFO, 
know that I have always been in the high executive (laughs) offices of the itty bitty titty committee. And the fact that I am able to even speak about this so candidly and freely is just a testament to the internal work that I've had to do and that I have done. But what I'm saying is from middle school to this point, up until currently this morning, reading this post about an individual making fun of his ex who went and got plastic surgery so that because she realized she was different, right? See, people don't get no plastic surgery just to get it. Let's really unpack it and think about it. That beautiful queen who is currently being made fun of in a post by her ex, she went and got plastic surgery because it was drilled into her mind, drilled into her subconscious through TV, through social media, through peer-to-peer interactions, through uh, observations that these differences that you have, you need to go see a surgeon to change your differences so that they can begin to look like what is naturally, not naturally, but what is commonly acceptable within this society when it comes to beauty standards. So this queen went and chopped her body up. Yeah, I say chop it up, baby, because when you go get that plastic surgery, you're getting chopped. It's some shit about to get taken, and it's some shit about to be added in now that one day before, and that ain't never going to be there again. So when she went and got chopped up, she thought in her mind, as a lot of us assume, especially women, and I'm not just talking about women because men do it too, but right now I'm talking to the women. She assumed that this was going to make her more physically attractive when she went and got whatever she got. I don't know what she got. I don't know. She got titties, lipo, ass, curves, move this to this, chop that up, slice that down. I don't know what she got. But all I know is that what she got wasn't enough to keep her man, nor was it enough to keep her man from coming on social media to make fun of her for not being able to keep him after she got chopped and sliced and diced. (laughs) And it made me just think about when I was in middle school and, you know, the differences became noticeable and people made fun of me for having flat chest. And to try and cover up my flat chest is different things that I did. What what was one of the things I did? I put on a, uh, I would wear hoodies. All through middle school, it'd be hot as fuck. I still have on a hoodie. Nobody understood. Nobody ever asked. They may say something slick and funny, like, why she wearing a hoodie? It's hot. But my self-esteem was so shot in middle school before I even got to high school about the fact that I did not have the breast that they say make you a woman. I ain't have no C cup, no D cup. See, there's certain things in our society that our society says you need in order to be a specific way. You ain't no woman if you ain't got no breast. See, that's why a lot of, and I sent a whole bunch of love and light out to all of my people, men and women who have been 
scarred by breast cancer and have had to have their breasts removed and the different psychological trauma that they had to face because they no longer have what society said made you what the fuck you is. And I just start thinking about that shit like, damn, that's just fucked up that we have to be in these type of positions as people, but especially as women. And then especially as little girls that TV shows me that you, you know, you straighten, you straighten your back out and you sit your breasts up and you, you, you stick them all out. That's going to. That's what we're taught. And it's unfair. As a woman, fuck that. I'm going to tell you everything I am. As a black, beautiful, and divine goddess, mother of civilization, it's fucked up that for my entire life, I have had to deal with not being enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Based on the standards set by who? It ain't been set by nan woman. See, as women, I'm going to go back 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 100, 200, 300, 400, 500. I'm going to go back some years for y'all. We ain't set nan one of these standards as women as what we're supposed to be and how we're supposed to act and what is sexual and what is beautiful for us, especially as a black queen woman living in today's society where you are measured simply by your curves. Do you got ass? That's the first thing they want to know. Do you got ass? But however, if I begin to take on the mindset that The reality is men have placed on women and we as women have released our power to these men and fallen under their guidelines. It's both of us, baby. He created it and we went along with the fuck shit. We're going to go along with what you say is beautiful, even though you ain't no woman. But because I look for my love from you, I'm going to go off of your standard. Now, here I am. Going off a fucked up ass standard of what beauty is, which has been morphed (laughs) from the idea of my ancestry. Do you hear what I said? I said the current ideology of what beautiful is, is nothing but a sick morphing. Of my ancestry. Huh? Yeah. That's what I'm saying to you. What I'm saying to you is hundreds and hundreds of years ago. And I ain't even going to talk about white women level of standard because y'all ain't set y'all standard of beauty either. I'm just going to talk about right here with my ancestral line. And this ain't the beginning of it, but we're going to talk about the ancestral line since we were stolen and brought to a country (laughs) that we were already at. And the way that you can get that knowledge, boys and girls, kings and queens, it's a great book called They Came Before Columbus by Ivan Van Sertima. Sertima. S-E-R-T-I-M-A. Okay, it's three names. I may be mispronouncing the last name, but that's it, okay? And that book is going to detail to you 
give you historical information and facts about how black people actually were already in America (laughs) prior to Columbus discovering a place where people already lived. But that's for another segment, boys and girls, kings and queens. This segment, we talking about the morph ideology of beauty. When they stole us from Africa and brought us here, do you understand that there was a black woman? I want to say her name was Sarah. The last name is escaping me at the moment, but it was a beautiful black woman who had a very, very curvaceous body, big voluptuous breasts, curves for days ass for months baby sick cokes on that ass you know what i'm saying sit a whole coke in that ass and she can walk and it ain't even gonna fall that's how beautiful sarah was talking about hundreds of years ago now and you know what they did with sarah boys and girls kings and queens they took sarah On like a uh <laughs> they took Sarah on like a uh like a road trip. You know, back in the day, the entertainment, we've always been a society that needed entertainment. We always need something to take our mind off the fuck shit that we gotta deal with in day-to-day reality. So entertainment back then, the big entertainment was circus, circus runs. And so they took beautiful, curvaceous, sexy, black Sarah. Mm -hmm. Sarah was a slave that they took on the road. And when they took her on the road, they took her as though she was an act. They took her as though she was some four-headed dragon that all the people in the world needed to come and see. And come and pay your money to see this one, one of one, this being that we have never seen before with these curves and this body. Because you got to understand, during this time, the people who were going and patronizing these shows, they weren't black folks going. We, we were still enslaved. I believe we were enslaved. And if we were no longer enslaved, please do understand we were shit like where we at today at the bottom of fucking society and we had no money. So the folks who was going to go see Sarah, these were white people with money, with economic opportunity to be able to spend their money on leisure activities. Entertainment is a leisure activity. When you're struggling, you ain't got money for leisure activities because you got to save your money for the bills, okay? Food, water, your basics. You ain't made it to the level where you can have the things that you want and not what you need. So the people who were paying to go look at Sarah and point at her and look at her big breasts and her big booty and her beautiful curves, these were white women. Skinny, petite, white women. Going and looking at this black woman as a fucking show she was a show that's not what they wanted to look like well subcon deep in their mind they did but on the surface (laughs) 
This was something that we point and laugh at. It's like an alligator that we ain't never seen before. It's something that we ain't never seen in life. So let's go look at it and let's go pay money to look and laugh and be in awe. Oh, look at this. And they just moved her around. You know that she was abused. You know that she was done wrong. You know them white folks didn't give her no money for all the money they made at them shows. We know this. But what I'm saying to you is where this started from is from a way of causing trauma in someone's life and taking her around like she a fucking... I mean, fucking prop. This is a human. And now we fast forward to today and you see everybody slicing and dicing. Everybody want to slice and dice their body doing plastic surgery. And hey, I send you all love and light. Because if that's what helps you to feel better about yourself, who am I to say don't do the shit? If it helps you. (laughs) If it truly, truly does help you. But what I'm saying to you, as this beautiful black divine mother of civilization here in 2021. And what I see now is it's not just that one that they taking all around, you know what I'm saying? And pointing that and saying, look at her, look, look, no, everybody now is slicing and dicing their body to look like something that they used to make fun of. And you slicing and dicing to look like something that they used to make fun of. And my question is, is it really helping? Who is it helping? And who is it hurting? When you have little girls that feel like they're not enough because society says they breasts need to be this size. Their waist needs to be this size. Their ass must sit out approximately this much. In order for you to be a beautiful woman, what I'm here to say to you today is fuck all that dumb fuck shit that these dumbass motherfuckers been teaching you and confusing you and lying to you about. What I'm here to tell you today is fuck that shit. You beautiful regardless. See, I'm telling you this because this is what I had to tell myself because I had a conversation with myself. You know, we do them real talk conversations a lot. And I said, self, is you always going to be in a place where you're never satisfied with yourself? I said, self, this is my whole government. I had to call my government name out, Khadija Dupree Freeland, because I had to have a real talk because I was sick and tired of being what these motherfuckers told me I had to be. I was tired of having to sit into a fit into a fucking box so that people could care or, or, or look at me or like me. Fuck that. Shit, my, a wise, wise woman told me a long time ago, all you need is a mouthful. <laughs> so I love these breasts because I got a mouthful. And that's all you motherfucking need. See, I went through a lot of things, baby. I'm telling you, that coronavirus, a lot of shit happened with corona. <laughs> but what also happened after, during corona, I went through an extremely traumatic period in my life where just a whole bunch of fuck shit happened to me at one time. And I went through a severe bout of fucking depression. I mean, it was severe as fuck. I was really depressed and I lost a lot of weight. And here lies the magic, right? Because when I lost the weight, now let me tell you I, what I told you. I always had low self-esteem since middle school. 
Could be higher than most, could be lower than some, but it was low self-esteem. Last year, 2020, when I lost weight, 2019, 2020, when I was losing weight, I was going through some things and I started recognizing that people started treating me differently. See, I'm a beautiful individual. I am. I've always been a beautiful person. And, you know, when you see people that are beautiful, you just feel like everything is good for them. They have no issues. How could they ever feel like anything's wrong with them? But see, that's why it's about you only understanding what's going on with you individually. Because everyone has their own individual issues. I'm sure there are many people who never thought I had any low self-esteem issues, but I did. And just like there are people that we may, that you may look up to or feel like, damn, they're so beautiful. They always got it together and they may be having their own internal struggles as well. You're just not aware of them because when you look at them and you think about them, you're only looking at them and thinking of them through your lens. Let me say that again. There are people that you look up to and that you love and that you admire and you believe they have it all together. But what I'm saying to you is the only reason you believe they have it all together is because that's what you see through your own specific lens. You don't know what the fuck these folk going going on in their brain and what's going on with them from a day to day perspective. So in my case, in my industry, as a financial advisor, Someone who was in sales, I never had a trouble. I never had trouble talking to people. You know what I'm saying? Especially the men, right? I never did, and I I knew that I was beautiful, and I knew that was part of the reason why I got into the door. But what I also knew is that I was very intelligent. So even though my beauty was the setup, you feel me? Like, you know what I'm saying? Set me up right there. You feel me? That's the alley oop, and then. The intelligence is when I come dunk that bitch. You know what I'm saying? So I know that I'm getting in because of my beauty, but I'm closing them out with the intelligence. Now, what began to happen when I started to lose weight is that these men who were so attracted to my beauty, I have a beautiful face and I have a great body. But when I started losing weight, these men who in my mind, yeah, I know they, I know I'm pretty and that, you know, that's what gets them to talk. But once I start talking and you know, educating and they see what I'm really talking about. That's when they really open up. What I really began to see when I lost weight was that, yeah, they in love with the intelligence, but most importantly, they just really care about the physical. Oh, <laughs> imagine the shock to my ego and my pride that, yes, I'm this intelligent, divine beauty and I've done all this fucking work to get my brain strong and I didn't study this and I didn't pass that bitch, this, this. And they don't give a fuck. They just want to see that I'm my ass and my curves and how I fit in my suits and my dresses and shit. The fuck? What? <laughs> Some bullshit. These are the things that I'm saying and that I'm thinking because it truly is some fucking bullshit. And then I had the conversation with myself. Because a lot of times, people. We allow our. Feelings of self-worth. To be predicated or to be based upon 
the external views of other people. What does that mean? That means that if people don't say I look nice today in my outfit, I don't feel so nice as I did when I first walked out. It means if he doesn't notice that I got my hair done, (laughs) I start questioning, is my hair still even pretty? I thought it was cute when I first left, but he didn't say nothing. If they don't say anything to me at this job about my brand new outfit that I put on and how good I look in it, I start questioning, do I look good in it? I'm talking to I'm talking to somebody. (laughs) I'm talking to those people out there who are just like me. And for our entire lives, we've been fed bullshit around beauty. And the standards for beauty. And what I'm here to tell you today is that the reality is that how we all recognize and notice that we have differences and how we recognize and know that we've gone from a culture in which this particular beautiful black body type was laughed at, paraded about, paraded around in a fucking circus to now get to the point today where people are killing themselves risking their lives to chop themselves up to look like my ancestry and then for you to go and do that and it still not be enough he still leave your ass he still motherfucking cheating you didn't got titties ass stomach face and this motherfucker still cheating the fuck <laughs> That new ass want enough to keep him at home? No. You know why? Because the new ass, that new titties, them new stomach, face, lips, tongue, teeth, eyes, hair, nails, none of that shit don't matter. What matters is how you feel about yourself. And I noticed that. See, like I said, I've been out here living. I've been living and being queen free love. How can I become more of that? And first I had to start by becoming more loving to what I am. This my chest, bitch. (laughs) And these are the breasts. I'm not going to slice myself up to go get no bigger breasts because that's what the world says I need. Fuck the world. The world ain't up in the bathroom with me when I got to look at myself. I'm not going to go out here and slice and dice myself to get ass implants. Because that's what the world says I need. Fuck the world. They don't sleep with me every motherfucking night. I got to sleep with myself. When I wake up and I look in that motherfucking mirror, it's me. When I lay down in this goddamn bed, it's me. It ain't that motherfucker on social media who gave a like, who gave a heart, who want to fuck you just because you thick. I had an ex come to me and said some fuck shit to me. Fuck shit. What happened to the thick you? (laughs) I bust out laughing. (laughs) But what I'm telling you, the only reason I I was able to laugh instead of fucking cry is because I worked on me. See, it's always going to be a motherfucker out there who think you should do this. 
who think you should have this or you need that. Or if you don't have this, you you ain't this and you ain't that. It's always going to be that. That's in anything. You ain't smart enough. You ain't got enough degrees. You ain't got the paperwork. You ain't got the titties. You ain't got the smile. You ain't got the teeth. You ain't got the hair. You ain't got the complexion. You ain't got this. Bitch, I got every motherfucking thing I need. That's what I told his ass too. (laughs) That's what I told him. I got it all. Everything I motherfucking need is right here and I'm good. See, every single day I am intentional about making sure that I tell myself I love myself. I love myself from the crown of my head to the soles of my feet. I love everything about me. Every stretch mark. I used to hate my stretch marks. I couldn't understand why I didn't look like the people on TV. I'm like, all the women on TV, don't none of them got stretch marks. Why the fuck I got them? <laughs> but that wasn't until I learned that these people be hiding. They be putting shit on their bodies and all this shit y'all got, you know what I'm saying? To hide and make people look like this. And we out here trying to kill ourselves to look like some shit that ain't even motherfucking real. These folks using green screens and shit. And you out here trying to compare yourself to some goddamn 3D uh, animations. <laughs> Let me tell you what you need. I'm going to tell you the recipe to say fuck. What a bitch ass motherfucker say I need. Go worry about your motherfucking self. Okay. The next time a man want to go tell you any motherfucking body, but especially a man. You need more breasts. Let me fix your body. You know what I'm going to ask them. And I would suggest that you all ask them too. Why are we fixing bodies? Do we need to go see somebody about adding some extra inches to what the fuck you working with? Now, see, they don't want to hear no shit like that, do they? They don't. And so what I want our men to be able to get to a place of understanding is that if you don't want me to come to you and come and talking about y'all need to fix y'all dicks, I need more inches. I need more thickness. That ain't enough. The fuck? What you doing with that? What I'm supposed to do with that? If that's not the conversations that you want us to begin to have so that we can equal the playing field, because that's all it's been. All it really has been is what we ain't. You not enough. And this ain't no male bashing. Hell no. Because like I said in the beginning, as women, we have to gain our power back because we've allowed ourselves just to go along with this bullshit. How we let somebody else set our beauty standards? How? And what I'm saying is, men, I need for you to get to a better place of understanding and being able to see your women, not just as the women that you want to fuck, but be able to see these women's at these women as beings, beings that house the spirit of the divine. And how do you want to treat How do you want me to treat you in the way that you want me to treat you? That's how you need to treat me. If you don't want me coming up to you talking about that little ass dick, you need to go see motherfucking Dr. Henry. You need to make your motherfucking appointment. Let me fix your body. If you don't want me saying shit like that to you. Don't say that shit to me because I know that we take a lot of shit as women. So as men, we've made you all believe that we just 
yeah, we strong and that we don't feel shit, but that's not the case. Because I guarantee you that beautiful queen who seen her ex post that fuck shit. I know she hurt. Oh, I know she hurt. And what I'm telling you is that as a woman who's never sliced and diced a motherfucking thing, I've been hurt. And I know many other women who have too. And I'm not here to blame you as men. No, because at the end of the day, I went and took care of me. I went and loved myself because that's the only way that I was going to get to a place of being okay with me. No matter what my size is, no matter what your preferences are, I'm fine with me. I don't give a fuck. Baby, I know I'm free. I walked out the other day and even put on no bra. I said, baby, come on now. But see, that's another thing about having examples because my mother was able to set that example for me. Like, shit, fuck it. And I was like, shit, fuck it. <laughs> and I went out there with no bra, no nothing. And before I would have never been able to do that because I'd have been like, oh my God, they so little. They're going to look at them and laugh. Laugh, bitches. Because <laughs> I'm laughing too. My kings, my queens, I just want to send each and every one of you some additional love and light on this journey to healing and learning how to love yourself more. It ain't easy. It's not easy, but what you have to do is unlearn a lot of fucking bullshit. It was a lot of fuck shit that was on me that I had to take off of me. That ain't got nothing to do with me. That ain't got shit to do with me. The fact that you want this and that's what you want, in a, that ain't got nothing to do with me. God, it's a body out there that fit that. But what I'm saying is we all motherfucking different. And if God wants us all to look the same, we all will look the same. But we don't. And I'm glad. I'm thankful. And what I am going to be doing for the rest of my motherfucking life, because I spent enough time beating myself up and not liking what the fuck I had. I'm going to spend the rest of my life loving all that I have. Any role, any stretch mark, any scar, any motherfucking thing that's on Queen Free, know that I love it. And I send love and light to each one of y'all so that y'all can begin to get into a space of complete loving of yourself as well. Love them roles. Love that flat chest. Love them big titties. Love that flat ass. Love that big ass. Love no curves. Love those curves. You got a Coke bottle shape? Love it. You got more of a keg shape? Love it. Love it because what I'm telling you, people always going to have some shit to say. And if the whole world don't like it, you better make sure you the one person who love it. I love y'all. And until next time. Shit. It's the queen of the itty bitty titty committee. <laughs> Checking out. Boom.